StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRad.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Today, I'm bringing you a mobility startup from my native city, Mainz, which is if you are not in the traffic jam, approximately 25 minutes by car away from Frankfurt. It is also the location of the next mobility lab where we do have a startup there arrive from which I would like to welcome the founder. Hey, Marcus, how you doing? Hi, Jörn. Nice to meet you. I'm fine. Thanks a lot. Completely my pleasure. Um, before before we started the recording, we talked that statistically speaking, uh, a more senior founder has a greater chance of success. Statistically speaking, the best age to found a startup is 45. So you're in the prime age to found a startup. Um, but first, let us talk a little bit about what you did before, because you did not just stumble on mobility. I've talked to you a little bit on LinkedIn, by the way, everybody who'd like to reach out and contact you directly go down here in the show notes wherever you're listening or viewing this um, there will be a link to your to our blog and on our blog there's your personal LinkedIn profile link as well so that said you've been spending your last 12 years with BMW tell me do you private tri privately still a BMW and how did you get out of out of the automotive sector into startups Oh, thanks a lot. So thanks for regarding me as more senior. Um, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I've spent my life, uh, my professional work life in, in the automotive industry, not only in BMW, where I uh, spent the last 12 years, that's for sure. Um, I spent more than 25 plus years in automotive sales. So that means um, I'm a salesperson. Um, and I've sold all kinds of services and products around the B2B mobility, starting with tires. I was working for Michelin, um, starting with outsourcing fleet management services and uh, finally arriving in BMW, selling cars to uh, big companies um, uh, on an international scale. Um, and, and by the time I discovered that the upcoming digitalization, which I regard uh, or, or observe since, since a couple of years, um, offers some opportunities. And um, I decided to get out there to enter a startup. And there I am. Many people who are in the audience now get kind of the impression that you've been sitting there on a big desk and somebody from whatever company came over and said, oh, I would like to buy 200 uh, BMWs. Let's smoke a cigar. Yes, but I do believe it. it is far away from that uh, what you see in the movies, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you can you can um, have the impression that this is a strong brand. Um, everybody knows uh, on a worldwide scale. Everybody knows BMW. So for sure, it's a strong brand and it helps. But um, the reality is as well that you need some salespersons um, to um, yeah 
to solve the problems that the customers um, arrive with every day on a, on a daily basis. And um, for sure, it is um, necessary to coordinate the different activities toward an international customers, uh, uh, which, which really come up. So there is a strong network of dealerships, of uh, sales stuff, which is employed by BMW, and as well uh, to communicate and to interact with um, with the customers is one of, or was one of the major um, experiences that I had uh, during the last uh, twelve years. So yeah, that's that's necessary. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, it sounds like you had a lot of fun there. So uh, what made you leave your corporate life? Uh, simply opportunities. Um, I I believe I strongly believe in um, in digitalization and the the the, the opportunities opportunities that digital uh, digital oh I'm struggling digitalization offers. So um, talking about repeating uh, processes. So um, which which led me to the to, to the founding of Arrive. Um, it was the observation that um, all of my customers. Um, Frequently, um, t- start a tender, a request for a uh, request for proposal to to get information about discounts, about uh, qualities and quantities, to to communicate uh, with uh, the different um, partners in their mobility portfolio, be it a, a leasing company, be it a, a, a dealership, a car dealership, or be it the OEM itself. So, it, and it all was done on a manual, highly manual basis using Excel. And this is um, something which still goes on in today's life. So believe it or not, these guys are operating their businesses based on Excel. And it's a repeating um, workload that's that's coming up one to four times a year per company. And I discovered and I felt it's time to end up with this. And Before we talked, you told me about um, the opportunity came up at a family birthday, right? Where you, uh, where so, uh, some of your friends told you, "Well, talk to another friend," and it went from there. Yeah, it was a funny, funny situation. My my best man uh, was present uh, at the at the birthday of my wife. And uh, we had this conversation on, on digitization and, and the opportunities that it offers or might offer. And he uh, connected me with his best friend, his best buddy, which is the founder of the Next Mobility Lab. And um, there, there I am. So we, we reached out, um, arranged a meeting, and we started to, to discuss what possibilities come up with my ideas connected to the digitization and the possibilities that the Next Mobility Lab can offer and bring in. And by combining both um, um, efforts and, and approaches together, um, we found it or came up with Arrive. Hmm. What, what have been some of the ideas that you did not realize? Um, honestly speaking, we straight came to the point. Um, Because there was there was the feeling of, of having a real need in the market um, to end up with this analog or partly analog exercise of purchasing corporate mobility. Corporate mobility basically means enterprise mobility. In, in Europe, you talk about car fleet. 
in, in on a global scale, you talk about business travel or um, multimodal mobility, such as car share, sharing, ride hailing, or even in the USA, uh, you would talk about a mobile workplace. Um, so, so all these all these services you need to to come up or, or to arrive with a proper portfolio um, are basically uh, purchased on a central side beside the B two B customers, and they do it highly manual still. Um, many people who are listening to this may not have a corporate background. That's why I would go a little bit into describing what corporate mobility means. For example, you have thousands of employees, maybe spread all across the globe that need to travel depending on the company, maybe constantly, and they need cars, they need air travel, they need hotel rooms, they need taxi, Uber, maybe even e-scooters. And um, basically that's what you guys are working in, right? That's right. Um, except the topic hotel. So for the for the solution focus of Arrive is um, to serve the procurement um, stuff of a B two B customer. Let's go back to to one market where we're going to start with Germany. So in Germany, um, we are talking about sixteen thousand B two B car fleets including more than two million cars uh, who are used on a daily basis. Um, to operate the, the the corporate business, yeah. So, and the exchange rate is roughly nine hundred thousand cars a year, and the procurement and the purchasing is done on a central base. So that means um, there is a procurement officer in in the company, and he reaches out to his mobility partners. Um, and collects all the necessary information to reach and to arrive to a proper decision. And the proper decision is always triggered by two influence, um, th which is the cost, the travel spend, and the second, the second thing is um, the CO2 emissions of the mobility. So this is just one example, the car fleet, which is highly important in Europe. Um, we could even um, um, compare it to the business travel. Um, in Germany, 189 million business travel trips are held every year. And they all need to be purchased, again, from the maybe same person. Um, and they all need to be efficient in terms of cost and CO2. And this is, um, let's say, the market portfolio we're talking about. In a, in, a, in a later stage, we might even uh, talk about multimodal sol solutions such as car sharing, ride hailing, based on user profiles, on mobility scoring. And this all leads to the situation today that mobility enterprise or corporate mobility is a cost center. So that means it costs something. And our guess for the future is we might arrive in a situation where it becomes a profit center. Mm -hmm. Being in a cost center actually means there is like one row of code, usually a number, and actually everything that goes within this cost center is booked on this number. And basically at the end of a year, you most likely always been held accountable for it if you're in charge of this cost center. And the main thing uh, people would actually want you to do is 
getting the costs down. It's it's what every company does, right? This is a constant challenge for mobility managers to, to tear the costs down. Um, I'll give you one example. We had several interviews uh, with major fleet providers and customers uh, operating a car fleet of 2,000, 3,000 cars in, only in Germany and 20, 23, 28,000 on a global scale, all company cars. And the challenge for these mobility managers is bring the costs down about 20% in five years. And not only this, bring down the CO2 carbon, carbon footprint of the, of the mobility by 15% in the same time. That means in five years to come. And it obviously seems that these managers are struggling by arriving with this yeah, highly, um, highly ambitious targets within um, their today analog environment they are operating or used to operate. Mm -hmm. I I get the feeling we've already set the stage for your startup idea. Can you tell us how this thinking led you to what you're doing right now with Arrive? Yes, um, we believe that um, it's it's all based on creating transparency um, by 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 using digital tools such as machine learning or um, uh, artificial intelligence and to, to arrive with a certain scoring system um, of, of the different tools that you would use in mobility. Tools can be an e-scooter, as you said, or a car or a, an airplane or a bus or whatever. Um, it could, can as well be um, a combination of all of these. So talking multimodal. Um, and as well, it can be um, to avoid mobility remain in the, in the home office instead of commuting to the daily office, daily on a basis, uh, on a daily basis to the office. So there is a combination which we found out um, that's not, yeah, that's, that's mixing up the mobility of today and which is not in, on, a, on a properly base, which we believe can be found in the future. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit more? on how you guys are actually solving this? Yeah, um, we're, we're going to implement two pillars. The first is analytics. So that means um, it needs to, to be analyzed what you are doing, what mobility portfolio you have purchased and what mobility portfolio is necessary to arrive that's the, the, the base of the name with the goals that you have set yourself in terms of cost and in terms of emissions. And then on the second uh, pillar, you need to purchase this portfolio and you need to do it on a digital base. So that means we're going to build up an analytics platform and a marketplace platform um, to, to buy and to analyze um, the necessary uh, goods and services to arrive with your targets. Does it mean you will at one point help the customers like calculate, for example, um, you could save so much by only using e-scooters within a city and they tell the people, oh, no more company car, just e-scooters within a city? 
<laughs> yeah, that's an interesting thought. Um, honestly, not. <laughs> um, even though, even though um, enterprise mobility or corporate mobility is always steered from a central perspective, um, using a policy which is really um, from company to company, it's different. Yeah, uh, one, one company more uh, allows. Um, would more uh, allow its users or mobility users to, to operate e-scooters. Other companies wouldn't because of the risk they, that, that comes in with using e-scooters. But um, honestly, every, every company is operating the company or enterprise mobility steered by a central policy. So it, it, it needs to be discussed. But what we are going to do is we want to offer them certain or several um, scenarios um, which, which you, can, you can steer by risk and by cost. And maybe um, the, 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 the zero or 100% approach is not the right one. Um, you mentioned just the 100% the, the approach of e using e-scooters. There might be a mix in between of using several mobility devices um, to arrive on a, several, um, on, on, a, on a safe way and on an optimized way in terms of costs and CO2. But um, I don't believe in, in zero or 100. There's always a mix. I see. And now it should get uh, pretty clear to our audience that you guys are completely targeting a B2B market. What kind of companies are you looking at like for the first clients? I do understand right now it would be only Germany. Would it be like the very big corporates? Or would it be like SMEs or even smaller, like freelancers? Um, talking Germany, it's going to be the start market. Um, I believe that the potential of Arrive might be on a global scale. But you need to start on a certain point. And the easiest entry is the market you are familiar with. So that means for us, Germany as a start market and the MVP of Arrive, which will, by the way, start approximately in May this year, um, is looking for fleet customers. Um, the potential of fleet customers in Germany is, we are aiming for, is 16,000 um, uh, B2B companies who are operating car fleets bigger than 20 cars. For we believe that the smaller ones, um, which the market has 4.5 million in Germany, um, might, might not really, really use um, a professional procurement system. Um, so so um, the, the companies who are bigger than 20 cars, um, they start to have a real issue on lowering their CO2 carbon footprint and on lowering their costs, their mobility costs. What I would be curious now is, and how you guys are gonna earn money. Is it like you perform a service, you charge for the service, you help like in a type of corporate affiliate to um, uh, buy from certain customers or how do you guys make money? Yeah, we had a, we had a big discussion on this, but um, we came up with using a SaaS model. So that means um, we, we want to establish Arrive as, an, as a neutral marketplace here. Um, which is not making money by 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 a share of, of the of the re, of the cost reduce or whatever. So the B two B customers um, in the first um, in the first stage um, sign in 
and they pay for, let's say, a test campaign, which means one RFP or one tender just to test the platform. And if they are convinced, they can uh, sign for for an annual um, for an annual uh, use model. And um, depending on the, on the frequency that you are uh, using Arrive, you pay um, a certain fee. Uh, for, for this service. On the other side, we believe that the same service um, at a certain point in time might be interesting um, for the mobility providers. Today or in, in today's world, they are invited for to participate to attend a campaign um, or to, to offer um, certain offers which are could be cars or leasing services or whatever. At a certain point in time, we believe that a proactive approach can be interesting for the for those mobility providers as well. So um, to to uh, winning winning customers or to to get access to customers in the same region or um, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a glo global scale or European scale or a certain country scale, um, which are not customers today, might be interesting as well for the sales departments of those providers. Is it in essence a RFP platform as software as a service? What you guys are running? Okay, yeah, you can you can uh, use this term. Uh, we're talking about mobility as a service, yeah, and and the the software here and or the platform idea here is um, an, an enabling tool, nothing more. So so we're talking about um, make use. Um, to analyze um, your portfolio, to restructure and to buy the right portfolio to arrive at your targets. If a potential client now watches this, admittedly, we're making this recording on a Saturday in February and it will be published much later due to my backlog in content. Sorry about that. Um, what what they need to do we provide a link of your company website they go down they sign up and then they can post an rfp and you're gonna distribute it to like all the possible participants would it work like that sure it could work like that um but but in the we are we're in the stage of beginning so so basically we're talking about reaching out to us um, you're highly, all, all the potential customers are highly welcome to contact me directly, possibly on LinkedIn or on arrive.de. Um, and, and then we would discuss, let's say, the approach. Um, in, in a later stage, when the platform will be established, probably in May this year, um, you can automatically log into the platform, uh, sign a use contract, and then you can make use of the of the of the platform, which could be using your um, portfolio of providers um, enriched with maybe providers that are already on the platform, or you can select them from a certain catalog. So what we are going to come up with is um, we are going to add a certain catalog of mobility providers to the platform. Um, so so to to have a, maybe a full market scope here. Mm, I see. Um... We're now running approximately 20 minutes in our recording, and I think the audience has gotten pretty decent um, understanding of what you guys are doing. I was just wondering, when you're talking about managing global car fleets, um, that could be a nightmare. Are there some funny stories you could recall that happened to you or to the mobility managers uh, in your past? 
Yeah, you, I could fill a book, <laughs> honestly speaking. But but there's one but there's one thing um, I, I will clearly mention here. Um, we're not going to manage car fleets. Um, so so the the there are already established um, service providers to do this. Um, I was work, formerly working for two of them, um, and and the specifics that I figured out in the in the time where I was working for for those mobility providers was that country by country. The needs, the standards, and the differences are there, and you you really arrive with having a complex situation if you if you globalize mobility. So the need of of um, a business person traveling in Asia is completely different to the need of um, of a business person traveling the the Americas or even in Europe. So so there is a big differentiation, but it all comes down to pay in to two major triggers, which is the cost, the travel spend, and um, the, the CO2 emissions um, of the company, uh, which is regarded always on a global scale. And um, this is what we took into our scope here. So we don't want to replace any service providers or, or different persons. We always want, we only want to, to add a digital trading platform, a digital marketplace um, to buy greener, cheaper and better mobility. Hmm, I see. And when I just thought about it, I had, if you're just talking about car fleet, I had in mind, for example, if you're in Calgary, which is gets very cold in Canada at night, you need parking heater. Uh, and if you're somewhere in the Middle East, you, of course, need air condition. And sometimes I would assume in uh, some areas you need four-wheel drives and all that stuff. So that could be quite challenging. I I can slowly understand that, even though I'd never spent a thought on that, maybe because it's not my main job. Um, only thing left for me to say is thank you very much. It was a pleasure having you here. As you said, you are a startup of Next Mobility Lab in Mainz, which we are going to interview in due time. As we're proceeding right now, it will be published around Christmas, I do believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jan. Thanks a lot for, for having me and all the best for you. And uh, to all the audience, feel free to contact me in terms of, of getting and learning more. As we said, down here in the show notes, there'll be a link to your company website and your LinkedIn profile, and people will, will have all the opportunity to reach out to you um, as much as they can. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jan. Goodbye and have a great day. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.